Hello, welcome to Comic Book Junto's special one-shot movie review for The Lion King 2019, though. I am your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm a geek culture philosopher, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Jeremy Irons Tetris. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Let that sink in. Let that just wave over you. Doesn't it just move you? Yeah. This song just it does something to my molecules. What's going on with your molecules? They're just they're just alive. How do you know what your molecules are? I can feel them. You can't feel them? I just feel in touch with the Serengeti, with my ancestors and the Great Plains. (laughs) I know that my father (laughs) and a a large baboon lifted me from the Pride Rock. Wow. Presented me to Mm. the giraffes, Mm. to the antelopes. Yeah, 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 yeah. To Uh Seth Rogen Uh and Billy Eichner. That's right. And, you know, everything the light touches is my podcast and your podcast. There it is. We're talking Lion King today. That's right. If I'm going to turn this off for somebody uh, flags us. If it, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, that song starts with, nah, you can't do that. That's pretty yeah, much, and then they, pretty much we get a cease and desist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're talking about The Lion King 2019. That's right. As you have clarified, mm-hmm. uh, not The Lion King 1994, although I think we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. Yeah, we are. But we're talking about this... Um, Photo reel is the phrase we were yeah, instructed yeah, yeah. to use. Yeah, they gave the f- us specific instructions. Oh, yes. Yeah. Photo reel. Because a lot of people out here saying live action, and it's not. Um, we, we need to get this straight. How did they make all the animals bow at one time? <laughs> the, <laughs> chore- the choreography. Well, they put snacks on the ground. Ah. It's John was, Favreau, good looking out. It was an extremely was smart. It was an extremely complex Mr. Ed Kind of situation. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put they had to clean the peanut butter out of those zebra gums mm. for months because mm. you can't just do that. Yeah. Show up to the Serengeti and put peanut butter in the gums. Correct. Without fixing circle it. of life. Circle of life. You got to respect right. everything. Around the circle you. of Jif. And uh, wow. Yes. And we, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> racking them up. That's right. Stacks. Uh, look, we, we're talking about the Lion King. The Lion King is is hot right now. Mm-hmm. It is hot right now. Yes, it is hotter than Africa. Maybe, no, maybe not. I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, we uh, we spent a, a, a cold afternoon in the movie theater watching the new Lion King, and we have a, a hot, hot, hot summer take for you. That's right. And we're about to get into it right now. Mm-hmm. Showtime. We're How gonna- do you feel about spoilers? Can we just talk about that right now? Well, let's just address it. Let's just ex- just blow up the spoiler wall right now. It's gone. Yeah. 1994, people. Yeah. This movie came out originally in 1994, the mm-hmm. OG Lion King. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about the 2019 Lion King. Yeah. So from 94 to 2019, there's going to be a conversation about those two movies. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs to know. Spoilers. Yeah. For both. Yes. If you don't know. Now you know. If you don't know, I'm disappointed. Well, honestly, I mean, I guess it depends on when you were born and how you've much never time seen you've... Top Gun. Yeah, but Top Gun is not the Lion King. Accurate. I'm just. I know. Why did you have to blow me up like that? Well, we got to tell the people. We're having a conversation. Why you got to tell people I haven't seen Top Gun? I said you I, shared I, I, I that spoke with to you me. in confidence. Yeah, but I didn't know that that was a big deal. I was just trying yeah. to relate to the people who haven't seen it. Yeah, and let them know. Yeah. All right. My bad. Any other secrets you want to reveal? Um, I didn't brush my teeth today. I can't believe I just said that right now. 
<laughs> Damn. <laughs> you just shared your, Damn. <laughs> shared your own personal it's information. Bearing my soul. Uh, it's true. I haven't seen Top Gun. Uh, fortunately, not relevant today. Mm-hmm. Although, uh, when we see Top Gun Maverick, that'll come back around. Sure enough. Will, and, uh, will you have seen it by then? Of course. Of yeah. course. Um, my, my thing is, Disney, it's an institution. It's, it's, uh, it's difficult to avoid. And Lion King, I would argue, one of the greatest animated movies of all time. I could definitely... Outstanding. Uh, Ken's favorite movie. Ken's favorite movie, Simba Sparks. Is number one. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing that I, I can say now that we blew up the wall, mm-hmm. uh, this 2019 update is pretty much a shot-for-shot remake mm. with few exceptions. Mm-hmm. And so if you have not seen The Lion King before... Please allow me to stop you right now from making the 2019 version the first one that you watch. Oh, for sure. All right. Highly encourage you to go to 94. Yeah. Go to 94. Yes. I I meant what I said. Uh Yeah. Get in your DeLorean. Okay. Get get in your telephone booth. Uh All right. And go back to 94. Mm -hmm. Sit in a theater or sit in somebody's house with the VHS joint that opens up the big plastic. You remember the big plastic Mm -hmm. joint? Yeah. You had to put your thumbs in and crack it open. Yeah. had a little space for your fingers to go. Absolutely. And grab a VHS tape. Internet, if you don't know what a VHS tape is, also Google that. Yeah. Go to go to 1994. Go to 94. Go to Ask Blockbuster. Jeeves. Yeah, yeah. What's a VHS Look tape? up in, in Dogpile. Is that? <laughs> Check out Alta Vista. Get, get those answers for you. But see if you can see that movie first. If you haven't seen that movie first, see that movie. It is an excellent film. Lion King is fantastic. And the 2019 version is is an update of that. And I mean like a, a pretty literal translation. Uh, and that's what we're going to get into. That's that's my piece on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, for those of you that don't know, I'm just going to look up on IMDb right now. Lion. You look for that summary, that plot summary. Yeah. Let, let, let's just, let's see what they, let's see what they're talking about. So you know what? Why don't I read the 94 one? Oh, you may okay. as well. <clears throat> a lion cub crown a lion, well, a lion cub, crown prince, is tricked by a treacherous uncle into thinking he caused his father's death mm-hmm. and flees into exile in despair, mm-hmm. only to learn in adulthood his identity and his responsibilities. Yes. That's the 94. If this sounds familiar, it's because the story of the Lion King is Shakespeare's Hamlet as told using lions. It's the same. It's the same story. Now let's read this one. 2019, after the murder of his father. Oh, they just start with murder. A young lion prince. That's so 2019. Flees his kingdom only. (laughs) The first line in the new summary for the 2019. Murder. Shit is terrible. The world is garbage fire. (laughs) It's like Simba navigates through trash heaps. 45 is like (laughs) 45 is is out there. Yes. Yes. Trump call after the president. Hello, listen. Pride Rock. Simba doesn't like it. He can go back to Pride Rock. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it's like, what? No, you got beef with an animated lion. He probably does. Absolutely. I'm I'm hearing people from Pride Rock have a problem. Mm -hmm. If they don't like it. Listen, you can, you don't have to be here. You can go. Right? We don't need you here. Pride Rock is a shithole country. It's <laughs> filled with crime. <laughs> I believe what he said. And, and after, they, after you fix Pride Rock, you can come back and tell us how to do it here. <laughs> Shut up. It'd be the only time ever I would agree with Trump saying those people are animals. I mean, like, you're correct. Actually, as a matter of fact, you're not wrong. 
You were not wrong. Slimy, yet <laughs> satisfied. <laughs> These lions are animals. Yeah. Okay, after the murder of his father, a young lion prince flees his kingdom only to learn the true meaning of responsibility and bravery. Mm, okay. So that's the 94 so they and updated the, the summary even. All right. Okay. But basically, we have seen this movie and we're going to talk about it. That's right. I let's go with gut reactions. Let's mm-hmm. start there. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we can go into what we like most, what we thought could have been better, mm-hmm. what our favorite parts were, stuff like that. We can just kind of flow. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so you want to start off? Yeah, let's start with gut reactions. Uh, pretty much every one shot, we we start by talking about that feeling that we had as soon as the movie was over and we are sitting in our seat and the credits are rolling. That feeling that I had was disappointment, mm. a little bit of sadness, and I had kind of felt like... Hungry? I had wasted my time. Oh. I kind of felt like I had wasted my time. Mm. Like... Um, uh, I, I wish I had done something else for this amount of time that I didn't, I did not enjoy this. Um, that feeling grew and became worse over time. I, I have not been as forgiving as sometimes time passes and, you know, I have to absorb the concepts that I just witnessed. And I think, hey, you know what? I didn't like it at the time, but I'm coming around. I, I see what they did, even if I didn't appreciate it. Uh, it's soured for me over time. Mm. This movie has not gotten better. It has gotten worse the more I think about it. That was my gut reaction. Wow. Yeah. I don't feel good about it. I don't feel happy. There's a scowl on my face. I feel like just tossing me into the elephant graveyard where I belong. It's true, Jr. I belong there, but uh, that's uh, I, I don't I don't feel good about it. It's it, not good. Not good. Mm. How about you? When I I would say just the overarching feeling, I was divided. Divided. Yeah. Between what? Disappointment and like being blown away. Hmm. The craft of the animation was like, whoa. Mind boggling. This is animated? I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. But then I was also disappointed because I was like, oh, well, mm, Mm -hmm. this isn't, there's outside of that. Shoulder shrug. Shoulder shrug. Which, which I can't do right now. Mm. I can't do the shoulder the shrug. The movie put you in pain. It did. Ah! It hurt. It hurt to witness. You know, I I did have one positive reaction. What's that? Uh, my positive reaction was thinking about, in hindsight, in retrospect, how excellent the original 1994 is. Went home and watched it. Yeah. Went and, home and watched now, it. Now, what was that experience like? It was like, this is fantastic. Yes. And it even all the more clarified to me how much 2019's joint was not Mm -hmm. in comparison. Now, there's a conversation we can have Mm -hmm. about is that fair? Mm. You know? Where does that, how does that, how does fairness come in here? Just is it fair to compare the new thing by the old thing? Hmm. I would say it's impossible not to. Fair enough. I would say that the, the movie openly invites the comparison. Um, yeah, because I think the movie is primarily sold on nostalgia, mm-hmm. and I I, th- I would argue that is effectively what Disney is doing with all of the live action treatments. Yeah, and while this movie is not live action, 
it is striving for the same sensibility. Yeah. I think it, it carries the same intentionality of this is what modern looks like. And this is what an animated looks like. An animated movie looks like when we want it to be seen for people who only like live action flicks. Yeah. I'm chomping at the bit to say some of the things that I'm, I, I would wish were better. So let's get don't, to the yeah, things. Don't chomp at the bit. Let's man. get to, let's get to the things we liked. I'll start mm-hmm. animation. The fact that this stuff is animated, the sand, and the little bugs mm-hmm. and the hair and the flickering of the ears on the, like I mean like all of that stuff that we saw in the water and all of all of the stuff mm-hmm. is animated it's fa- <sighs> whoa it's unbelievable I, I can't believe like I forgot that I wasn't watching live action yeah regularly yeah you know and I gotta say man like that specifically was one of my favorite things and I have another favorite thing, but I have a feeling you're going to say it. So I'll leave it to you. Well, what what was, uh, is there a particular scene in the movie that you thought, I can't believe this is animated. Was there a moment when it hit you? When Simba's walking through the sand. That, that was the one. Yeah. I was just like, man. Yeah. Sand's blowing. Yeah. He's walking. His, his paws are pushing in on the sand. Mm-hmm. He's always kind of sinking and he's kind of, you know what I mean? Just all the little, little stuff that's just normal. Just mm-hmm. normal. An animal would just naturally do it. And you're not even thinking that's not real. Mm-hmm. Now, off topic a little bit, but still on topic. You know, I've recently gotten, found out about deep fakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. And I, I know this. Yeah. Uh-huh. So wait, do you have you have comments well, on I that? was just going to say, I, I think it's it's really interesting that you're bringing this up. Mm-hmm. Because I think uh you know, if if you don't know what a deep fake is, there's a technology that exists to na- right now in which uh uh folks can effectively take the face, the likeness mm-hmm. of any person, let's say actor, and superimpose it onto somebody else's head, body, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that person's expressions look like the face of somebody else that it is not. Um, there's a a somewhat well-known deep fake in which Barack Obama is talking trash. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he's you know at the podium, at a White House press meeting, and he's just slinging insults and talking trash and dropping the mic. It looks real. It yeah. looks like Barack Obama did that. And look, I wouldn't blame him even. But uh, he did not do that. It's fake. Mm. It's deep mm. fake technology. So what you'll see now, more popular examples are the ones you've sent me, clips of movies in which a, a famous movie, uh, the actor is replaced with a different actor. Jack Nicholson's face being replaced with Jim Carrey's face in The Shining. Exactly. Which I was like, when I first saw it, I'm like, well, I know this isn't, it is you know what I mean? I had yeah. that, did Jim Carrey go back? It, well, how did they? It's eerie. So again, in light of that, the animation mm-hmm. was just like, whoa, what we can do now. Yes. <sighs> but I have thoughts on that. You do. And I'll save that for later. I read in the the Polygon review of Lion King, uh, the writer of that review referred to the Lion King as a, a deep fake movie. The mm. whole, he says, all of these animals are deep fake. Interesting. And I thought that was interesting indeed, because they do, in fact, look lifelike. They look incredible. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. And, and when I read point. that phrase, I was like, that is bizarre. It makes a lot of sense to me at the same time. It hits me in the same way. Um, I, I do want to shout out that the people who made this film actually created the film. Yes. The, the effects, the look of it, 
all of that, all of those those huge blocks of names that scroll by in the credits. Yeah, y'all are the stars. All right, that's for you. Because you share that just just pass that around. Yeah, share just, that amongst put that around. Put it in a bank account. Save yeah. that for a rainy day. Everybody, y'all. you guys just make sure everybody gets a piece of that ring for everybody. Because that's it, it, that's incredible. That's what makes this movie impressive. And there are a lot of scenes. Uh, Zazu and Zazu's feathers and mm. beak and mm. eye. Um, uh, you know the way that the bird moves and and the plumage and it just everything is on. Mm-hmm point mm-hmm. and it, at a certain point in time it genuinely looks like we are watching a documentary that is somehow very well choreographed yes how did they do this yes uh, i was very impressed when there is a scene of a beetle and simba is watching the beetle mm-hmm. climb a rock and the beetle has this way where it flies but it doesn't fold its wings all the way back and under its shell mm-hmm. now in an animation you know a beetle is like this roly-poly little round fella and that's that's that but in this, it looks like a real bug. It's odd in the way that a real bug is odd. It moves like a real bug. And it is remarkable. Sometimes my eyes could not figure out, yeah. what is this? I think in this whole movie, there was one scene that was actually a live shot. Mm. But I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was. But I, I heard, I could be wrong, but I heard there was one shot, one mm. actual shot in the whole movie that was like, this is the real shot. That's fascinating. But who knows what that is? Sure. It, was it a shot that had animals in it? <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. If, well, we, if we only had a way to know the answer to any question. If only there were a way. Check Alta Vista. Alta Vista. Dogpile.com. Check Dogpile. Download that on Kazaa. Mm. Uh, I I was really impressed with the technology, so I, I I have to say I loved the way that it fooled my brain into thinking this was real because it was expertly done, and I'm impressed because I play a lot of video games. Mm. I know what these virtual worlds can look like, and this was next level. I also want to shout out the other part that I I think maybe you're alluding to my mention here: <clears throat> the people who really deserve all of the the rings. As far as this goes, the people who hired the full cast, the talent agent, the people who hired uh, Donald Glover, the folks who hired Beyonce, the folks who hired John Oliver, Billy Eichner, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, who got my man, James Earl Jones, Mm. back in this film. Yeah. Those folks, Simba. every single person in this movie was the reason why we were excited about seeing it. That's about it. That's it. Like and the, the, the hype machine was expertly created. The visual of all of those people, like that black, the back black background photo mm-hmm. of Beyonce facing Nala, of Donald Glover facing Simba, of like all just the visual of it made me like, oh yeah, yes, yeah, that's what I'm excited for. Very much similar to Black Panther. Mm-hmm. That moment of seeing, oh, look at this cast. Look at these people. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Because that, I mean, honestly, I don't go to these live action remakes. No, neither not, do I. Not like that. No, neither do you I. Know? So, but this one, this one was so honed into the culture. Like, I, I, I think this movie probably wouldn't exist without the Black Panther movie. Because I think the Black Panther movie, you know, Disney owns Marvel, mm-hmm. and they saw the, the way that this was cobbled together. I'm sure this was in the works at the time, but the event, the cultural event of the Black Panther film set a precedent for 
the way I think this movie was advertised mm. because you know, make no mistakes. This version of the Lion King to me feels like a black film. Whereas I don't know if 94 was necessarily that way because this is certainly a very black cast. Oh yeah. And the, the original 94 one, I think there was Whoopi as Shinji or Shenji. Shinji. Shinji. Not <laughs> Whoopi Shinji. is Shinji. She, get in the robot, Whoopi. <laughs> <laughs> Pilot the Ava, Whoopi Goldberg. Why do you pilot this? Shut up, Shinji. <laughs> Stupid Shinji. I'm the coach of the Boston Celtics. <laughs> oh, this is crazy. This is Sister Act inside giant uh, uh, robots. Yeah. I, let me see that. That's a crossover I want. No, we do. No, we do not. Well, you we know, don't, don't want that. Don't speak for me. Okay. Uh, I'm saying <laughs> 1994. 1994 was not necessarily. Uh, uh, occupying that space. I, I, I won't even say necessarily. It just was not occupying that space. Like it was Matthew Broderick mm. and Jonathan Taylor Thomas mm. and Jeremy Irons. And it's incredible. The cast was great. And yes. the movie is historic and yes. amazing. Uh, but this movie was very much going to touch a different part of the culture. And I think the way that they created the movie and advertised the movie is expert level stuff. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. I was very hyped. And I have not been hyped for any of these. John, John Favreau did Jungle Book. I didn't see it. Nope. John Favreau did this. Hell yeah. I'm in it. Yeah. And it's not because it's John Favreau. No. It's because of the visual. Mm -hmm. One thing I want to really point out, I thought you were going to say this, but I want to specifically point out Billy Eichner. Yes. Playing Timon. Is incredible. I mean, uh, playing Timon, Timon. And Seth Rogen as Pumbaa. Excellent. Those two... Stole the show from me. I agree. Specifically Billy Eichner. Literally every scene Timon is in was my favorite scene. Yes. Every other scene, not so much. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm only fine on. I'm lukewarm. Yeah. And I specifically want to point out Billy Eichner's performance. Mm -hmm. His voice acting performance. Yes. The attitude and the tone and, and, and the presentation, like the performance that he did with his voice was completely stood out to me yeah. in comparison to everyone else. And it took me back to that feeling of what it's like to watch a cartoon. Mm -hmm. Now, I kind of want to use that as a segue. Mm -hmm. In going back and watching The Lion King at home, put it on in the background, what happens? Everyone slowly sat down. Everyone slowly leaned into the television. Yeah. Everybody's now watching Lion King. That's right. You know what I mean? It just sucks you in. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, what I just watched was not The Lion King. The 2019 one? Yeah, that's not The Lion King. Yeah. It's missing a whole layer of what makes The Lion King The Lion King. That's, you. it's like a cover mm. that someone sings of an original. Mm -hmm. It's like, I go so far as saying this is a gritty reboot. They won't call it that. But that's what it is. Because they went for this like natural, lifelike, realistic grit. And that's not what the, Lion, not the Lion King, King. is. It's no. almost like you took it and put it in a whole other place. Mm -hmm. Because as I'm watching The Lion King, the animated one, I'm seeing the way the eyes moves and the face and like little things, like little stuff where a lion will shake and it'll shake all the way down and it'll shake its butt and its tail will stick up. There's these little funny moments, these little humorous, cute character personality mm -hmm. these little things that make this thing more than run away simba mm -hmm. run away. like that it's not just the voice mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It is the animation. It is the fact that it's a cartoon. It's the squash and stretch. Yeah. It's the anticipation of the movement. It's all of the things that make good cartoons good cartoons. It's the it's the Disney 12 principles of animation. Mm-hmm. It's all of that. Specifically, if you don't know what that is, look up the Disney 12 principles of animation. As I'm watching it, it's that mm-hmm. that makes this movie what it is. I agree. It's the colors and all the brightness and the and the voice acting performances is expressive. Yes. And it, so this is one of the things that I want to talk about as far as that Billy Eichner that 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 little plus one. Billy Eichner is Timon was great. Part of the reason why that was great is because Billy Eichner was serving something new and fresh mm-hmm. and expressive. Mm-hmm. Now, the the place where It's that, like he had an opinion. Yeah. He's like, "Okay, got it. I know who Timon is, mm-hmm. but who am I?" playing t- Timon. Like, mm-hmm. what am I bringing to this character versus how do I just do a live action version of this character? That's right. It's one of the only instances, the only example in this movie in which someone is reimagining what they can do with a character. Now, Timon was voiced by Nathan Lane in the 94 uh, uh, animated movie. And he's great. Timon is classic. Timon and Pumbaa are great. But Billy Eichner does something new. There's something very sassy. There's something very sarcastic. Yes. There's a different sensibility, and I think it fits very nicely in 2019. You know, the way that he has these opinions on life, and it's not a circle. It's this line, and then it stops, and who cares? And every moment was fun because it was just this reimagined idea of what these characters can and it be. was new yeah it was new like was as new. i didn't i didn't know what timon was gonna say mm-hmm. i didn't know where the next joke from timon and pumbo was gonna come from mm-hmm. i didn't know what the next take on this scene was gonna be everything else i felt like i was just watching it and going yep here's the part yep, a, here comes circle of life yep here yeah comes, you know what i mean exactly oh, here's the point where they eat the grubs but when so they ate the grubs it was kind of just like the, and and the animation for what they did for Timon, they put personality into Timon. It seems like the animators played off of Billy Eichner's voice acting mm-hmm. and put some of that personality into the way they animated Timon. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And it, the only other example I think of really excellent voice acting, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, James Earl Jones is, I mean... He's incredible. Of course. But I wouldn't... I feel like James Earl Jones as Mufasa, ever since I was a child, that voice acting was so iconic that now I just assume that every adult male lion sounds like James Earl Jones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Where it's like, he just, he labeled it. And this is what it always will you be in my brain. Me. And so when he's doing the voice in the updated movie, the 2019 uh-huh. movie, it just seems expected. Yes. And I'm happy to hear it again. Right. Whereas every other voice actor, maybe this is where we segue into things that we did not like. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I was other, already there. I thought we were there already. All right. So I'll, I'll say I'm officially making a, a stance here every other voice actor is is serving up themselves the 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 issue that i have is this movie so prioritizes realism that it can't match any of the voice work which really hinders all of the actors beyonce fine as an actress not excellent but fine it's just cool to hear her in anything or see her in anything mm-hmm. donald glover is a great actor He's outstanding and a great singer. Mm-hmm. And all, the, this whole cast, she would tell Asia for, you know, they're doing what they can. But the the faces of these realistic animals, 
have no expression beyond what it looks like to be a regular old lion. And that is such a weird thing to say because I'm talking about lions and hyenas and they're interacting with a warthog and a meerkat. Mm -hmm. And all of these things should be incredible and fantastic and over the top. But in this film, the way they prioritize realism, it's not. It is not fantastic. It looks like a nature documentary. Yeah. And the celebrity voices that you recognize just sort of float above them. Yeah. And it's off-putting. I found it off-putting. And it meant that a lot of stars that I have a lot of love for, I was let down by. Yeah. Oh, is Simba slinking around? And, oh, Childish Gambino, the voice is just sort of hovering around. All right. Yeah. I think you're really putting... you're, You're... You're explaining something very, very well when you say the voices are kind of hovering. The voices are not attached. Mm -hmm. You don't see the mouth move and go and the eyes and the, all of that go with it. Mm -hmm. You just kind of hear a voice. Yeah. And then you see stuff on the screen. Yeah. But the connection isn't there. No. The same way if it was an animated movie, Mm -hmm. it would be there because I would venture to say Whoever is directing the animation, if it was, again, 12 Principles of Disney Animation, you'd, you'd, you'd hand it back and kind of go, nah, that's not really, like, you're animating, but you're not animating the voice. You know what I mean? Like, you're not connecting the personality of this character with the voice. So, uh-huh. it's kind of just like, mop, 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 mop. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you guys can't see what I'm doing with my hands, but... I'm making my mouth, my, you know, like a Muppet. Yeah, like a, exactly. With, like with a Muppet. no expressions. Yeah, but even Muppets, their heads move and yeah. their arms swing and That's all that kind of stuff. That's probably the wrong nomenclature. A Muppet has personality. A puppet could be lifeless. You yeah. know, they, Jim Henson's version of, of, you know, those characters, that's different. It's, it's got a different flair. But like, you know, put a sock on your hand. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. And, but, and, even, but even in that, I think that there's a, there's a part, because everything that you're saying does a better job of this specific thing that we're talking about. Even if I'm doing something with my hand, there's a lot of animating with my hand. I'm swinging my hand around and I'm trying to communicate with my hand more than just map is going up and down and up and down and up and down. Yeah. So there's a lot of mouth just going up and down and up and down and up and down. Because sure. a lion is not super expressive unless it's on the attack or running or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... If Scar is telling, you know, come be by be my bride while I'm eating, you know, eating food. Yeah, it's, Nala can't show disgust. Nala is just like, uh, this is what my face looks like. I'm a I'm a cat. That's it. And I'm not saying that to say. Um, I'm so this goes back to. Wow, look at the animation of mm-hmm. what they've done. And look at the improvements in the innovation. But that doesn't mean it's the design has a job to do. If you're new to this podcast, you never heard me say it before. But if you aren't new, you've heard me say that a lot of times. So there's art, which is just expression. Mm-hmm. Design has a job to do. And you know a good doorknob basic based on whether it opens the door or not. You know? Mm-hmm. So part of this new technological like advancement is like, that's great. But is this the right thing to communicate what we are trying to communicate? Mm -hmm. And I think the tools that they're using actually took away from the story. So that's why I say I'm divided. It's like, what you're doing is amazing. Never seen this before. But what you're doing is almost like the wrong medium. I agree. 
to communicate this story. I agree. I I think this movie wants to execute on two completely separate ideas that are never in unison. One of them is this is the most realistic animation you have ever seen. And the other one is... Look, it's photorealistic. Remember how expressive and fantastic Lion King is and the voice acting is? Those things do not ever congeal or complement one another with maybe the exception of Billy Eichner as Timon. Which was a unique situation. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Those are two separate ideas, and both of them separately are interesting, but they do not work together. And I had the biggest issue with that, that... that lack of expressiveness on the faces could not possibly be more clear than when Mufasa dies. It is the the emotional heartbreak scene mm-hmm. that we all remember as children, and that should feel the same way, even though I know how this is going to play out. I should feel something. I'm a sensitive guy. I cry at commercials, man. Mm. And I'm mm. watching this this lion, this father figure, this this legend fall yeah. to his death yeah. and his son walk over to his body and try weeping to wake him up, but he can't. And in the 2019 version, that was so hollow for me because a cat's face, it's just a cat's face. You ever seen a dog cry? You ever seen a cat cry? <laughs> <laughs> like you see it, you may, you might see it in their ears, sure, you know, and maybe their body language, but, but it's not the same. Yeah, and that's the Disney magic. That is the fantastic approach. You see the the same lack of expressiveness in all of the musical numbers. The musical numbers in this I found just weird, frankly. It's like these lions running around in a nature documentary. It's incredible, and then I just can't wait to be king is on. It just doesn't match. It's sung beautifully. That's great. J.D. McCrary, right? Like, excellent voice. Beautiful singing voice. Um, just doesn't match. Just, just does not work. My, my I'm going to wrap up all pretty much all of my feelings about this movie with the quote from Dr. Ian Malcolm, Jurassic Park. Your scientists were so <laughs> preoccupied with whether they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. That was good, Adam. And they shan't. That's that's my sense. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think you really summed it up right there. Yeah, and I think now the conversation is to just at least think about like where does that leave us now? Mm-hmm. You know, moving forward, like looking at Disney and just looking at animation now too. Yep, because Disney doesn't make its old school animated two D cell animated stuff anymore. No, it does not. And I miss it. Me too. It still makes stuff. You know, we still got. Well, that's Pixar that makes stuff, mm-hmm. and they own Pixar. Mm-hmm. But Disney is Disney made a new animated movie because even those are three D. Yeah, Disney. Uh, yeah, they're three D. So animation has certainly changed. They're not doing it the way that they used to. You don't have that kind of like Don Bluth, like really expressive two D cartoons that sort of thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but they made you remember Zootopia. Mm-hmm. You know, that's an excellent animated. Disney movie, yeah. not Pixar. It was a Disney studio. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think animation is definitely, it's different now. And the animation studios that are impressive to me are Studio Leica. They did The Missing Link and Kubo and the Two Strings and Coraline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the- Gotta watch The Missing Link. Sony way. picture animation, Sony animation that made Spider-Verse. Yes. You want to see like the extent that we can push animation right now in film? 
watch Spider-Verse. Yeah. It is incredible. Yeah. And then of course there's Pixar and and I'm sure there are many other examples that I, I, I can't think of right now. Part of the reason why I, I felt- I mean, there's, there's plenty of stuff that's just not- Float doesn't float to the top of it's pop right. culture. That's right. It's plenty of anime stuff. Plenty mm-hmm. of you know, just just things that are a little bit more esoteric. If you know, you know. That's right. Yeah. Part of the reason why my gut feeling after seeing this movie was a little bit of depression is because this movie represented the worst possible scenario of a thing I'm afraid of happening, which is the reliance on making everything live action. Again, even though this is not live action, I think it still carries the same sensibility. The yeah, same I, get, motives. I, get, I get the, uh, I get the, the, the hairs they're splitting, but we under, we know what we're saying. Mm-hmm. We're saying, you're trying to create an effect. Yes. You're tr- you, you, what you try to do is the same thing you try to do with Aladdin, mm-hmm. the same thing you're going to try to do with Mulan, mm-hmm. the same thing you tried to do with Jungle Book. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. Like, you're trying to create a photorealistic version. You're trying to take the 2D animation and bring it to life mm-hmm. and have our eyes go, this is what this fantasy would look like if it was in flesh and blood. Yeah. And we understand that to be what you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's it's really weird because at first we start this podcast by talking about how incredible and impressive the animation is. But I also need to say on the other side of that same coin, it is completely lacking everything I love about animation. Animation. Yeah. The the colors, I could not stop obsessing on the lack of color in this film. And when you watch The Lion King, the sky, the grass, the ground, the sunset, everything just pops and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. The green smoke that rises out of the ground when Scar is singing Be Prepared. The sex that comes in the clouds. (laughs) Yeah, I want my money back. Where was that scene? Where was that at? Where was that scene when Mufasa plops down? What happened to that? Yeah. Anyway, um, that's, uh, you know, that's the stuff that I was missing. And the, the depression that I felt comes from this, this fear that I have, which is this movie and other live action remakes are further delegitimizing excellent animation. I have spoken to- Stay stay there. Stay there. They're delegitimizing- Delegitimizing. Say that. What's the whole sentence? This movie and other live action up to remakes of of animation, yes, uh-huh. delegitimize animation. So, which is ironic because they're trying to play off nostalgia. I'm just try- I'm trying to process what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to go back. So we're looking at because I don't want to switch topics because we're going to talk about this on a regular show. But this goes into the Akira conversation for mm-hmm. you. It does very much, okay. Yeah. I'm following. So you're I kind of like look. Part of what makes Akira Akira. Part of what makes you know. Uh, uh, Evangelion, Evangelion Certainly, yeah. is what you can do with animation. What you can achieve, yeah. The fact that it's not live action, the fact that this medium can do certain things, mm-hmm. and the fact that it's in this medium plays a large part in what makes it what it is. Yeah, I yeah. I'd if s- they go, let's do a live version of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You're like, no, no, no. What the are we point doing? That the tunes are tunes and the humans are humans is the point. Yeah. The fact that it's animated is the point. That's it's right. It's not just, it happens to be animated. And that's, and, and, Got you. and that's where, you, you know, you would, for some reason, people have a hard time with this with anime, video games, and cartoons. You can make a live action version of, of that and people will just say like, okay, they're making a new live action version. But what if I said, they're going to make a live action version of Kubo and the Two Strings? Well, no, 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 no. The whole entire reason why Studio Laika is Studio Laika 
is because the way they animate things, the way they do stop motion animation, that kind of like claymation and felt, but it looks like it's CG. And it's, it is important. It is a significant part of the way that the story is told. And I think these movies and the, the impulse to make mm. everything live action is, is delegitimizing animation, which bums me out mm. because I have had conversations with people who love comics, love cartoons, TV shows, and movies who refused to see Spider-Verse, one of the best movies in the last few years and one of my favorite movies from 2018. Why? Because it's a cartoon. And I know that you've heard that. Now, this is a zany thing that a zany person has said, but it is not uncommon. And it's just something that I think is also reflected in the box office. Hmm. Spider-Verse, I think I, I looked this up a little bit earlier today. Now, forgive me, these, these uh, analogs that I'm about to make, these parallels, they're not exactly airtight, but Spider-Verse made $335 million worldwide, mm-hmm. right? And that was its full run of being in theater. Yeah. The next Spider-Man movie that came out, Spider-Man Far From Home, is a live action movie. Mm-hmm. It has nearly shattered that, and it's only been out for about a week. Oh, Spider-Man Far From Home is at like $800 million at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's crazy how much money it makes. Now, the only thing I'm trying to point out here is the, in, the impulse for people to go see a movie when it's live action, totally different. It makes yeah. way more m- money. Yeah. Suspension of disbelief is different. Now, you got to factor in a lot of variables like this was in addition to the MCU, which is hugely popular. Right. This it's is the, the end next, of... The next movie after Infinity War yeah. and after Endgame, which is hugely popular. Mm-hmm. All of those things factor in, absolutely. But... The people who make these movies, the people who bankroll these movies, they just see that. They see, well, the live action ones make tons of money. Lion King, not getting received really well. People aren't necessarily happy about it, but it made bank. And that's all that matters. So we're just going to keep doing that. And it bums me out because it means animation continues falling into this little kid's table. Mm. And it's like, are we ever going to see Spider-Verse at the... the uh, 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 what the Oscars and the best film of 2018 goes to it's go- yeah, it's a its cartoon. Own. It's in its own. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's in the it's best animated, but it won't be. They put it at the kids' table. Yeah, I have the same feeling toward the way that people act toward comics. Comics are for kids, mm-hmm. you know. Even though we have very mature, excellent. That's the whole reason why we started Comic Book Junto. Exactly, and so I I see. I'm not the first person to point this out, and it's not like it just began, but I see this happening. And The Lion King, this 2019 version of The Lion King, even though it is technically animated, feels like the worst version of a thing I'm afraid of. Like you are, you're trying to make something live action, quote unquote, but it shouldn't be. And it's pushing the, the excellence of animation away. And I think that's sort of like a rejection of imagination. It's like a rejection of childlike wonder. It's a rejection of fantasy, and it bums me out, man. I do think there needs to be some room for exploration, though. Agreed. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to tell people, don't make the Nathan Drake, you know, I'm uh, with you. I'm with you. However, I can't imagine that, you know, what's what's the young boy name who playing Peter Parker? Uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. It's not going to be anything like the games we played Mm -hmm. it's going to be a different experience because the medium of playing nathan drake in a video game where stuff is falling and sliding and you got the controller in your hand and you're doing the jump you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. you're swinging from the thing like when they decide to make god of war a movie it's going to be different definitely but 
it doesn't mean that it shouldn't exist. Yeah. And we and there is that there is that balance between allowing people to have the creative freedom to go try it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want to make you want to make the live action Akira movie? I'm not going to tell you not to make it, but at the same time, I have my I reserve the right to have my opinion about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the whole point of what we're doing right now as basically critics. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm not rejecting live action stuff. You know, all of the MCU is incredible. Yes. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. And and it's done incredible work and made huge strides for comic book movies to be realized in film. I mean, I, I just think that's great. But I also I guess sad when I think the approach to make a movie is going to be an instinct-based, well, it's going to be live action. Instead of thinking, what could it be? Could we make an animated classic, something that's just incredible? Would people take it seriously? Yeah, I think that I think part of what we're doing right now, as technology continues to grow and develop, we have to experiment with it to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Agreed. You know, and I think Lion King 2019 is an example of going, okay. That didn't work. No. That didn't do what we wanted to do. Made good money, but the cinema score and the reaction and the reviews, okay, as because there's one side of it, which is like the design of this thing is to make money. We made it. Now, the artistic integrity and the reception of the thing we made, Mm -hmm. we need to think about that as well. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. And we need to be able to go out into the deep end to figure out where we're not comfortable swimming to be able to go, okay, Come in a little bit yeah. and let's find where we want to put our boundaries on what we can do here. Mm-hmm. Because as time goes on, we're going to best believe there's going to be a version of a movie. I'm just predicting. I'm, I mean, I don't think I'm I don't think I'm doing anything crazy by predicting the fact that there will be virtual reality movies where we will play a character in the movie. Yeah. I mean, and there's like going to be AR movies absolutely. where you go to a physical location and then you you play the role of I, it's coming. I like, believe it. And what's going to happen with animation versus photorealism and live action, like all of that will start to blur more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And we're going to need to explore things to find out, okay, I don't like, th- and then we're still going to have people who like stuff and don't like stuff. I think there's a real part of me, and it seems like you, where we have a special relationship with animation. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, there's certainly. a relationship, there's a love it, like animation is a is an old friend of ours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it may be that as time goes on, people like us will start to fade away. Hmm. And there'll be less and less of an appreciation or a feeling of a need for animation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because Saturday morning cartoons aren't Saturday morning morning photorealistic turtles yeah you know what i'm saying yeah no like that's not what anybody wants but where that goes and where that's slotted and placed it's changing do you think maybe part of this is me or anyone trying to defend their og nerdiness because this like i can imagine that that there's a part there's a part of that that plays in it right there's this world that's been created where you know geeky stuff is cool it's everywhere it's all over the place Mm -hmm. right and there's this part of me that looks at these shining examples of uh, uh, very uh, successful blockbusters based on IPs that I liked when I was growing up and I was a geek. And I'm like, yeah, you're not getting it, though. That's not why. 
This isn't why. Is this is hollow? And Lion King is not a geeky thing that I, I I wouldn't say that it falls in that space necessarily, but yeah, certainly to anime. And certainly that the feeling that I had when they announced Cowboy Bebop, my favorite anime, is getting mm. a live action treatment. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's eh, not why I like it though. So why are we doing it? So I'm all for exploration. I wonder how much of me is trying to preserve a thing I love and how much of me is trying to defend this sense of myself. I'm sure all of it is in there. Yeah. You know, because... Again, you've heard me talk about 1990 Ninja Turtles. Yeah. That's my, I mean, that's my version. Mm-hmm. Like 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie, versus whatever this mess is that Michael Bay did. I'm like, this ain't even the same thing. No. This is not even remotely the same thing. And at the same time, that's the Ninja Turtles for some people. Definitely. You see Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Raphael's got like a, a billy club. Huh? Where his size at? Hmm. But that's the Ninja Turtles for a new generation. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And that process of what we're going through right now is how we figure out what the next thing is. Mm-hmm. And in the process of doing it, we're going to see stuff that we don't like. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out, okay, I am not a fan. I do not like that. I am yeah. not a fan of this. And we got to have space to do it. And also recognize that right now, people are IP farming. Oh, They're yeah. basically going, what we got? Lion King. Oh, psh, we got all those old animated cartoons. Yeah, you line them up. Line them up. Live action. Go, go, go. How many we got? Okay, let's 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 get it going. Mulan next. And then after that, Lilo little, and Stitch. And then after mermaid. that, Little Mermaid. Then after that, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's an assembly line. They're cranking it out. They're doing it. And we can't expect them not to do that. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we we look at the MCU. That's rare. Mm-hmm. That's our whole point of everything we did. Is that twenty four movies of mm-hmm. all movies that we liked? Yeah, that's rare. Yeah, I just um, the question that is left in my skull is: What if we made a new fairy tale? Huh? I'm waiting for them to. You, you know? know, but we they they can't. Oh, my little person's here. That's right. That's right. The princess. The princess of the Pride Rock yeah. is visiting the um, studio. What was I going to say? What was I just saying? Wait, wait, when are they going to make a new fairy tale? Yeah, and we want them to do that. And I think now, for people who want that, we have to look up, We have to look elsewhere. Yeah. Because people are making new fairy tales. Hmm. But the same way... This is very... Of course, this is so comic book Junzo for us to end up going, going where I'm about to go. Mm-hmm. This is where we have... Pose. It's not animated, but I'm just using an example mm-hmm. of when you let different people tell different stories and you let different people into different places, you get different things. Mm-hmm. When we're finally getting people of color and people of different cultures and perspectives and worldviews into the animated space, mm-hmm. that's a large part of why I wanted to be a voice actor to be like, eventually they're going to catch up. Mm-hmm. Eventually they're going to go, we need some voice actors to, you know what I mean? Where are all the black people at? Yeah. Like, here I am. I'm right here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And maybe when we get different voices and different perspectives and different worldviews and different cultures into the animated space, maybe that's the thing that levels it up. Yeah. Because right now, we're farming old stuff that's made by white people. White people. Yeah. You know? And then it's the same conversation of like, Ariel's not black. Yep. Well, Mm-hmm. You don't think somebody else made something that was better than The Little Mermaid already? Right. I'm not saying you, but I'm saying internet. Like, we know 
You know somebody who's got something better than Little Mermaid, better yeah. than yeah. you know Lion King. Yeah, certainly, certainly. So I think that's what's that we're going to have to look elsewhere other than you know the big mouse mm-hmm. and go feed us for everything that we want. We're going to have to go somewhere else. We're going to have to look at other things and support those other things that we like that are telling the stories that we want to hear, that are doing the things that we want to do that may not come from the big, giant, majority, humongous place. Not that we didn't love Black Panther Mm -hmm. and not that we don't love The Lion King, The Gift, which is the album that came from this, which in my opinion... That's the real byproduct here. ...is the best thing that came out of this movie. Indeed, absolutely. The Gift... Was the best part of this Lion King movie. Yeah, Beyonce produced an album based on the Lion King 2019. Similar to what Kendrick Lamar did with Black Panther. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's very much got DNA like that. And yes. uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm impressed. The gift is great. It, it officially released this morning. Yes. And it's great. And already, I'm, I'm very happy it exists. So if 2019 gave us the Lion King photo reel version and this, well, it's, it's good. We're good. But yeah. I, I wish the movie were better. This is an excellent soundtrack. Is it a soundtrack? It's not a it's, soundtrack. It's, it's music inspired by. Yeah, music inspired by. It's an excellent album, not an excellent film. That's that's where I'm at. Yeah. Also, shout out to Philly's own Tierra Whack. I'm yes. so proud to see Tierra Whack on an album handpicked by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Come on. That's amazing. And she killed it. She did. She did. That's a good track. Internet, let's talk about letter grades. This is hard. I'll go ahead and tell you what I think. What do you think? I'm going to go ahead and give it a C plus. C plus. Let me explain why. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm giving it a C plus is because the actual animation is unlike anything I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like what we can do. Mm-hmm. But the story is you're just singing somebody else's song worse than them. Yes. So, I mean, you don't suck. I mean the voice the voice actors are okay. Mm-hmm. They're they're fine. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like they just, but they shouldn't be fine. Exactly, you know? and that's why it's it's that's why it's it's a little it's average, but a little a little some extra for that animation. Sure, but the animation's not enough. Sure, the, your technological exploration is not enough. Mm-hmm. The movie itself is like ah eh, C plus. Yeah, I feel. Eh. Do, do you need to go see this? Nah, you don't need to go see it. Because even in seeing the animation, I'm just like, you could have just shown me a clip on Instagram of that and <laughs> yeah. said, hey, you think this is real? Feel photorealistic? It's not. It's animated. I'd have been like, wow, double tap, scroll. Mm-hmm. That's, but that wears off. You know what I mean? Fast. It does. What do you got, Adam? Uh, I give it a D. Oof. I'm thinking of, here's my logic. I'm thinking of turning in a paper in school mm. and then getting it back from the teacher it's got a big red D at the top. It means I missed the mark. Technically, I passed, but it's it, mm. it hurt. It hurt my capital here. It, it 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 is lowering my overall grade, and it's telling me that I missed the mark. I got to examine what's wrong here. So when I see a C, there's a part of me that's just like, just made it. Mm-hmm. All right. And I think that's what that that is what I mean. Yeah. I go like your animation. Just the the wow of that is like, whoa. Mm-hmm. But then the movie itself is just like, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm, eh. I I give it a big red D and I write, see me at the top. Because I, I want to talk about what the what was the vision here? 
Why did you prioritize? John, come sit down. John, can we speak? Did you make the decision? Did they decide on this and then they just put you as a figurehead so you would take the blame? What, What happened here, John? Why are you one of the only white people on this film? What what happened there? What's going on? <laughs> How did you direct it? Did you, you tell where the did you tell the motion capture people to chase a bug? Have you ever been in a situation where you're the only white guy <laughs> on a movie? And there's probably one of the you know, amazing black ass <laughs> call me. John <Mike>. Favreau. <laughs> <laughs> Internet, what did you think? What's your letter grade for Disney's The Lion King from 2019. We want to know. Let us know at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedras, at Comic Book Junto. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know your review. Let us know your letter grade on this movie. Mm-hmm. And what are your thoughts about what this means for us moving forward when it comes to animation and reboots and IP and new stories and all that kind of stuff? Let's yeah, see, where, where do you fall that? on that conversation? We want to know, are you looking forward to these things when something gets announced that they're going to do a live action remake? Are you excited about that? Are yeah. you going to watch Cowboy Bebop? Uh, I I will be there. I will be there because I want to be at the table mm-hmm. to have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go into it like this, but there's a part of me that says, and I know this, I'm going into it to point out reasons why I don't think it should exist. Mm. But I, I have to try to get to a neutral state so I can enjoy it as a separate entity. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, that's where I'm at. I don't want to get down on everything, you know? I'm right. just looking. I looked at Lion King and I thought, this is hollow. This is soulless. Please don't do more of this. Do mm. something else. Yeah. Yep. Internet, let us know what your thoughts are. That's going to be it for us. We love y'all. Until next time, peace. Peace. <laughs>